So let's get to the next part of Tefillah. We spoke about Pesukah Rezimra, we went through different parts of Pesukah Rezimra. And now we're holding by the next part of Tzibur, which is the next part of Tefillah, which is the Kovrikos Krishna. Sorry? What's the level in Ruchnius that Pirkas Kriyashma, Kriyashma corresponds to? What's the level of Aravoda? And uh, therefore, what's our intention when we say this part of Tavli? So, like we spoke about that the four steps in our Tavli, just like there were four stages as the Kohen Gadol would come towards the Kodesh HaKadoshim, we first go through the Ezra Yisrael, which is, he says, connected to the Karbonus. Then you go past the other side of the Mizbech where the Dukhan of the Levim was, that was connected to the Zimra. Then you go into the Kodesh itself, which is connected to Krishna and Sparachas, and afterwards you come to the Kodesh Kadashim, which is connected to Shmonesri. And you know, we saw the Ramas in the Mishnah, when a person comes to Shmonesri, in Chavan is Levi connected to the Kodesh Kadashim. When a person comes to Shmonesri, he's studying the Kodesh Kadashim, but if that's okay, it's Krishna and Brikasel, it's connected to the Kodesh. Similarly, if you're talking about levels of Ruchnis and Shemaim, if you're talking about a person's elevation and his thoughts, in different areas of Shemaim. So we say that the uh, Korban is connected to Ayla which is the world of physical things. Uh, Brikas Kirishma, I mean, sorry, Pesachalazimra is connected to the world of Yitzira, which is the Shira of the Malachim. So we sing Ashira, which is the Zimra, the songs of Pesachalazimra we spoke about. And then we, the Kisya Kovit is the third level, we call it Mabriya, the Kisya Kovit, and that's connected to the world of Shema Yisrael, the world of Brikas Kirishma. And then eventually, the Lord of Atzilus, the Lord of Hashem, which is again, the Kinegad Kodesh Kodesh. So, if that's the case, then what's the focus of, what's the focus of Kriyashma Berkasel? Kinegad Kisya Kavit. Kinegad the Olam Abriya. And then after the Vedashim will explain why that's also Kinegad the Kodesh of the Vesemigdash. So, if you can speak about the avoid of a person in, in terms of Kabbalah, how it relates to these four Olamas. The avoid of a person as it relates to the physical world is to use the physical world to serve Hashem. And that's the Korbanus. We bring animals, we bring menachos, we bring wine, oil, whatever it's going to be, things from the physical world as part of a service of Hashem. When you do mitzvahs, and we're using physical things in our mitzvah observance, so that's using physical things to serve Hashem. That's our avoid the klape the oil Our avoid the klape the oil is just like the malachim, sing shira to Hashem. So batsim, we're meant to do that too. And therefore, our way is to look to praise Hashem for the world, to thank Hashem, like we spoke about. That was really the focus of the different parts of Zakir Zimra. And now, what's our way to clap the item of the Kisya Kovit? So, the principle of the Kisya Kovit, let's explain it very briefly, what the concept of the Kisya Kovit means. And uh, then we can understand from that what our way what's expected from us vis a vis the concept of the Kisya Kovit. So, the concept of a Kisya, the concept of a throne. Is Be'etzim is like we always, even in English, we talk about the seat of hell. In other words, it's the place from which the king rules. And therefore, if, uh, if it was just like, uh, always in Tanakh, when kings would issue, rule, issue decrees or rulings or judgment, it was when he's Melech Yeshev al when the king sat on his throne, and that was the position in which he would uh, act as a king. And again, we use that reference in terms of Hashem also. When we're talking about Hashem judging us, and we're talking, we ask Hashem to judge us differently, and we want to become So the Kisei plays a big part in the way Hashem runs the world. It's like the symbol of the, 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 the control of the king. 
when the king is sitting on his throne, and that's the, the, the place from which he exercises power. And like I said, we use a reference to Hashem as well, and not just in the Tfilis. Like I said, we talk about the Kisadin, the Kisirachamim, that's from the Psukim. That's from the Psukim. Every time a Novi saw Hashem in the position of issuing judgments, he sees it. Reisus Hashem Yeshev al Ram Venisa. I saw Hashem sitting on his throne. Oh, that's the Yeshiyahu's Nova. Same thing in the Nova of Daniel. He says, it says in Aramaic, because all that is written in Aramaic, it's the same thing. That the Kisei was set out, and the king came to, to start in the Kisei, to, to, to issue judgments. And therefore, the concept of Kisei Yaakovid is the Kilo Hashem's rulership of the world. It's symbolized by the Kisei Yaakovid, the, in other words, the throne from which Hashem rules the world. So, in the Kisei saw Kisei as well. It's the same idea. He saw the concept of HaKadosh Baruch Hu acting in the capacity of his ruling the world. And therefore that's Be'etzin Oilem HaKiseh. As opposed to the Oilem of Malachim, which means the person can be aware of spiritual forces who are active in doing different things in the world. And a person could get misled into thinking that these spiritual forces have their own uh, decisions or their own power, their own abilities, and that's where the desire came from. When a person gets to the level of HaKiseh, so then it's an understanding of that Hashem is in control. Hashem's in control, he's, he's ruling the world. And therefore, the, the Avoidah, our Avoidah, Klape, the Olam of the Kisya covered, is Imana. Is Imana. It's the comes to the realization that Akadosh Baruch is in control, he's ruling the world. And the clearer that is to us, the more real that Imana is to us, the more we connect it to the Olam of uh, Just as a remez I'm going to throw out. Um, when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shemaim to get the Torah and the Malachim didn't want Moshe to get the Torah so the Malachim came to oppose him and uh, told Hashem Hashem, we don't want you to give the Torah to people so Hashem tells Moshe answer them and Moshe says I'm scared the Malachim are stronger than me if we're going to get into an argument you know, uh, I'm going to lose and Hashem's answer to him was, Echoiz b'kisei kvodi. And what's the point of that? What is that? How, does that? how does that help Moshe? So there's a lot to talk about and what Hashem meant by the answer. But the simple side is, Echoiz b'kisei kvodi means, and that's a level higher than the Malachim. And therefore you're scared that you're going to fight with Malachim there, on the level which they can harm you. He said, Hashem Yisrafoni, Echoiz b'kisei kvodi. The kisei kvodi is above the Malachim, and if that's what you're connected to, so then the Malachim can't harm you. And uh, that's always a use that it's a, a stage above the ability of Malachim to reach. The Malachim also can be around the Kisei, like it says. They can surround it. The Kisei is above them. Okay, so that's, that's the concept of, of relating to the owner of the Kisei covered is relating to the concept of Iman. Because Baruch is in charge. Because Baruch is in charge, not just the Gabi, what happens in this world. Because Baruch is in charge, the Gabi, the Malachim too. Okay, it's a higher level, and therefore it's, it has it's, it's, it's more powerful than any, anything an individual malach can do. And if that's the case, so then what's expected of the void of a person clapping that world is the chazik l'erimun. Now, if you understand that, so you understand that's exactly the side of Shema. The, the mitzvah of Shema, we learn from the mitzvahs, the mitzvah of Shema is a declaration of l'erimun. Hashem Elokein, Hashem Echad, is that uh, the way we... we Except that there's nothing besides the Kaddish Baruch no force besides the Kaddish Baruch no, no power. It doesn't just mean physical power or people. It means no Malachida. 
Hashem Echad means there isn't anything else. If that's the case, then there's an acceptance of that level of women. That's that's kilo. There's a level above whatever any other kaya Hashem gave to anything else in the Bria. That's the level that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave um, to. That, that's the level Hakadosh Baruch Hu retains by the Kisi Akavit. And Hashem uh, Echad means we we connected to that level of women. So that's the focal point of Shema itself. What are the the, all the brachas which are created around Kriyashma. What are all the brachas which are created around Kriyashma? So the, the understanding of all the brachas around Kriyashma is they come to emphasize different parts of the Shema. In other words, they come to act as an introduction to the Shema. Uh, in order to be able to say Shema properly, so then we have to introduce Shema. And uh, therefore we're going to see there's three elements to the parish of Shema. And those are the three brachas of Kriyashma, the two before and one afterwards, which come to prepare us, so to speak, for saying Shema. Um, the first one, let's all talk about today, is Yetzar. And what's Yetzar of Yetzar? Yetzar of Yetzar is exactly the point we spoke about. Yetzar is a preparation for Shema Yisrael. We say Hashem Elekein, Hashem Echod, Hashem is the only one, Hashem is in full control, Hashem is all the power. So we go into detail that. Number one, Yetzar, Baruch HaYishach, He moves the world. He makes it night, he makes it day. And then we talk about everything else that within the system of the world that he runs as well. Everything he creates. And it's not just the physical world. Hashem is in charge of, this, of the Malachim as well. And that's why he brings the Malachim in. That the Malachim are always, all, are also all subservient to the Kisi Yaakovit. And therefore we talk about the Malachim as all being that they're all also subservient to the Kisi and then that's part of the preparation to say Hashem Echad, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in control, there's nothing besides for Him. So we're going to talk about in detail that everything which happens in the world is coming from Hashem. Every Koyach in the world is subservient to Hashem. And if we finish up the end of Yetzar with the same thing, everything, Hashem does everything. And that's all part of the understanding of what we're going to say later, Shema Yisrael. We meant Hashem Echad, that He's in control, so we're detailing what that means. We're explaining what we meant to say Hashem is in control, is that all the things which happen in the world, He's doing. All the powers in the world, He runs. And that, that, that's uh, the, the necessary preparation there is to say Shema. At night, I mean, it's the same thing. If you're going to say Shema at night, so that's maybe at everything, Mariv is more bridge, but this, the bracha of Mariv is the same bracha. And that is, he, he, he's the one who moves the world. Everything he happens, he does. Um, and therefore, that's the first part of the preparation for Shema. The first part of the preparation for Shema is the focus on the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the ultimate power. Why does the light signify the Donakol? Why is this stress on Yitzhar Or? And that's a representation no, of everything. Right, but it seems like in both in, in Chakras and in, in Meir, there's a stress on the light. The light and darkness. Light and darkness. Which turns on, he's turning the world. The, 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 the spinning of the globe, which we see that day, because Baruch was doing that. That's symbolic of the greatest power. Well, that's the power we're relating to. If you see the world move. So the Kayak, which is running the world, is that Kayak. Now, there's a very interesting argument between the Torah and the Ashkenazim. The Torah brings the Menegah Ashkenazim, which he doesn't understand. And that is, why do we finish the bracha with Ar Chodesh Al Tzion 
in the Ashkenazi Nosach of the Tefillah, which the Torah had from his father Rosh, the Bracha finishes, Ka'amar Aysa Arim G'daylim K'yarim Chastai, Ar Chadash Al-Tziyam Tayir, V'nizkei K'lanim Ha'er Ar. Hashem should sign a new light, and Tziyam should all zeichet that light, V'archat Ha'ashim Yerzim Ha'aris. And it turns out, what's it doing here? We're talking about the physical life. We're talking about Hashem running the world. And the fact that He makes it day and He makes it night, and He's in charge of everything that's running in the world, that's what the Bracha is meant to be. The Ar Chadash Al-Tziyam Tayir is talking about Mashiach. It has nothing to do with this bracha. It doesn't belong here. He took it out. And that's why in all the Sephardis who are in don't have it. That's what you're talking about. That's the light we meant. Yetzim Oris, we're talking about the sunlight. We're talking about the day. We're talking about the, the physical system we see in the world. What's it going to do with the Ar Chodesh? It doesn't belong. Okay. And that's why, like I said, the Torah of the the basis of God with him. And that's become the Minag of the Sephardim, which makes a lot of sense in the context of the bracha. But because the Minag of Ashkenaz, which the Rosh brings down, was to say, Ar Chodesh al Tzir and it's What's it doing here? It doesn't belong. It's not what we're talking about. It's not the life we're thanking Hashem for. So why, why, why would we bring it in? Uh, just because it's also called an R. Well, it doesn't seem to be significant. Ella what? The side is, uh, if you have to explain the Minag of Ashkenazim, is if you, since we're talking about the fact that Hashem is in total control, so then we're going to mention that, that, that to bring, to change things in the world, to bring Moshiach is also something which comes from that same level of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's control. It's not something which is going to happen in a natural sense or anything else can do. It has to come from Hashem. And therefore, once the, the Baruch of Yetzirah is the, fo- the focus of it is on, uh, is on appreciating the Kisya covered as the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's full control of the world, so that's the case. So then we're going to mention uh, the, the future God as well, which is another example of Hashem's complete control. That's a... Uh, that's the first part of that's the first part of Berkos Kriyashma. Now, there's two halachic nafkaminos uh, based on this explanation. The first one is we know that when it comes to kedusha, a person can't say kedusha without a meaning. Can't say kedusha by itself. When it comes to yetsar, even though we sang a kedusha, kadosh kadosh baruch hashem right? And there were shemim said you can't say it without a tzibur. It's kedusha. The mice is, no one passes like that today. Everybody, even if you're talking without a minion, you're still going to say, you're still going to say the entire Lebracham. You're not going to leave that. It's a part of the Malachim. Why? And the answer is Pashat. We're not saying Kedusha. We, we're saying what the Malachim say. We're not saying what, we're not saying it with them. Kedusha is, we're joining the Malachim. So now we and the Malachim are going to express Hashem together. Which is it doesn't make a difference what Nusach Atfili you have. The introduction to Kedush of Shmuel Esrei is always either in a Kaddish Hashem Chavayim Kashem Yishmak Hashem Ayisleib B'Shmei Ramarim or Daritzcha Kesoit Siyaf Sarchei Kaddish or Kesi Yutni Rocha Darimarim Darimat. It doesn't make a difference. Whatever introduction you're going to use to the Kedush, it's always the same. That we now going to join the Malachim. For that we need a minion. But in Shmuel Esrei, we're not joining the Malachim. We're mentioning the fact that the Malachim are also Meshavayach Hashem. We're speaking about it. And therefore, and why are we doing that? Because we're trying to say Hashem is more powerful. Even the Malachim will praise Hashem. And therefore, it's, it's not coming as our Kedusha. We're not joining the Malachim and praising Hashem. We're say, saying that the Malachim are also subservient to Hashem. That doesn't need a table. We can say that on Ziyachi too. Okay, that's uh, the first point when it comes to the denim of Yitzhar of Yitzhar. The second interesting point is the accent, this is where Tfilah B'Tzibur starts from. Shpsukhila Zemira, there's nothing special about a Tzibur or a Yachit. Where the din of the Tzibur starts with the Barfa. 
and Baruch Hu is part of Pirkos Krishna. It's not a separate standalone thing. It's part of Pirkos Krishna. And again, the halachic tafkumin is in that. The halachic is that anything that a person can't interact to do during Pirkos Krishna, he can't do after Baruch Hu, even if he hasn't started Yetzar yet. Pirkos Krishna doesn't start from Baruch Hashem, it starts from Baruch Now, what's the connection of the Baruch Hu to Pirkos Krishna? Um, why, why would the why does the the Baruch connect to that? Because Krishna is, is our appreciation, our sense of control. Why do why does why does the Baruch become a part of that? And uh, not only that, the notion that the Gemara uses for Baruch always the Gemara never says that the Chazan said Baruch Baruch is being called Paris and Hashma. The Mishnah and the Gemara, the Gemara whenever it talks about Paris and Baruch it says Paris and Hashma, which means Paris is the cover. You're starting to cover the Shema. This is already part of the process of Shema. Why? What does the Baruch have to do with the Shema? And you think, well, why am I asking this question? Because Lechara, Alpanov, it's more shy to Psyche and Zimra. Baruch Hashem just means bless Hashem. Well, that's what we did in Psyche and Zimra. Psyche and Zimra was blessing Hashem. So why, why is it part of the Shema and not part of the Psyche and Zimra? And the right there is Mariv. Mariv is not so good as Zimra, but Mariv is the biggest Krishna, and we have a Baruch. Baruch goes to the biggest Krishna. So, why is that an integral part of Baruch's Krishna? So, that's an interesting thing. Let's go back to the story we said. Baruch's Krishna is an introduction for Shema. And watch how does Shema start. So, of course, the main point is Hashem Lekan Hashem Echot. Hashem is in control, and he's in complete control, there's nothing else. Like we said, Yetzar explains that. Shem is in control, there's nothing else. But we start Shema Yisrael, which means, and we said this before, that the idea isn't just to say Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, we're saying it as part of Kla Yisrael. That we collectively say Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. So we say Shema Yisrael, and it's a kasha. In the story, the Gemara says that Yaakov asked his sons, oh, all of you are loyal to Hashem, and the sons answered Shema Yisrael, which was Yaakov's name, listen, our father Yisrael, yes, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Great. So the kinds of story, that's what they said. But when we say it, what are we, what are we, what are we having in mind? Who are we talking to? Shema Yisrael. Who's the Yisrael? We're saying to ourselves, Hashem Echad. And the answer is, that the end explained this once before, Shema Yisrael means we're talking to Klai Yisrael. We're doing this together. Klai Yisrael, we're going to unite to say Hashem Lekein Hashem Echad. And then that's a part of Shema, that we're Hashem Hashem All together. And if that's the case, so that's the Baruch the Baruch is a Shema Yisrael. The Baruch is, we're now going to unite to, to, to praise Hashem. And therefore, the Pazit Pesach Elizabeth, which is Dafka, praise of Hashem, but it's not, there's no Tzibur there. There's not a Tzibur doing something together, Tzibur on their own. When we're now going to get ready for Shema, so the first step of preparing for Shema is Shema Yisrael. We're coming as part of Klai Yisrael. And therefore, we're going to unite the Klai Yisrael to the Tzibur, to the Baruch in order to start the Pesach. And then, so that's the first two words. The Shema Yisrael is connected to the Baruch And then, Hashem Rekhen Hashem Echol is connected to the Yetzor. Is uh, explaining that Taka Hashem is in control and there's nothing besides for him. That's the, that's the preparation of the first Baruchot for the first part of Shema. And like we said, that's connected to the Oedem of the Kisseh. The Oedem of the Kisseh is the Oedem which we see HaKadosh Baruch Hu as being in control. Hashem is being the sole power. Now, the last part. What's it going to do with the Kaddish in the Besam Mikdash? What's it going to do with the Kaddish in the Besam Mikdash? So then, what, what's the point of the Kodesh in the Besam Mikdash? We know there are three Kaddish in the Kodesh. There was Menorah, there was the Shulchan, there was Nizbech HaKtaris. Uh, Each one had an avoider. They weren't doing nothing in the Kodesh. They used to put the Shulchan, they used to bring the Kodesh. 
But uh, obviously, the question is, what's the significance of these avodas? What's uh, what are they trying to to bring about? What are they trying to cause? So each one has a different avodah. The what's the one by one? One which is negated us right now is the avodah of the shulchan. The avodah of the shulchan. What was the point of the shulchan? The lechem upon him wasn't a carbon to Hashem. Hashem never ate it. The lechem upon him was put in the shulchan for a week, and after it was given to the kohen. So it wasn't a carbon. The carbon is into the mizbech. So what was the point of the lechem upon him? So we know the kabbalah tells us clearly that it, so, it served as a source of the shef which came down to the world. It came that uh, it became a thing through that. Hakadosh Baruch Hu sends Hanosel sends shef to the world, and therefore the the twelve loves in the shulchan. Was a remez of the twelve shvatim of Klal Yisrael, and uh, putting the bread in the shulchan was keilu. This was a way through which Hakadosh Baruch was now going to send uh, bracha to the world. That's uh, the one one of the three functions of the kodesh. You must remember the difference between the kodesh and the chotzer is the avoid we doing for Hashem we did in the chotzer. That's what everyone could see, and we, we, like all the korbanos which we brought to Hashem was in the mizbech and the chotzer. Everyone could see we could see the avoid we doing for Hashem. The avoidance of the Kodesh were be'etzem the Kodesh which HaKadosh Baruch was bringing down to us. And therefore there were all three things in the Kodesh, the Nair, the Shulchan and the Mizbech, which was inside, were representing things which are coming down from Shemayim to us. And therefore the avoidance we did was to create the conduit, to make the Maharach, which HaKadosh Baruch was going to send Baruch to us. And therefore the Baruch which comes to us came through the Shulchan. Came through the Shulchan. That was the symbol of the Shulchan, that was the Kayach of the Shulchan. But the side of being zeichet to that was to realize the brach all comes from Hashem. That was the point of the shulchan, and that's the first part of the yitzar. And that is, like we said, that the, the fact that Kaddish Baruch is in control, the emuna aspect, that's the side which is uh, the first part of our preparation for Shema, and that's connected the avoid of the of the shulchan and the vessel That to see that everything which comes down is coming from Kaddish Baruch That was the the parallel between the two. What a person needs to be thinking about when he says yitzar as well. So that's the first bracha I'm speaking about today. But next time, we'll explain the second part of Shema, the second part, the second bracha, which is Avraba, and the second clean of in the Kodesh. And then the third time, we'll talk about the Emesoyatim, the third bracha, the third part of Shema, and the third Kedim. The Shulchan will see how all the brachas are coming to talk about different parts of the Shema, and they're all representing a different part of what's unique to the item of the Kesiyakov.